0: You're listening to the Farmers Trainers Podcast, Season 4, Episode 22, published on January 31st, 2023. This episode, we'll be talking to Adam Yaris from Elite Merchant Solutions. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. Grab a pad of paper and sit back and relax because this week's episode is about to begin. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, Farmers Trainers Association. Visit the website, FTAProtect.com, and learn more about their instructor coverage offer and their competitive pricing. If you're a certified instructor, then you can apply for FTA coverage. And remember, for listening to this podcast, you can get 10% off on your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by the team at Mountain Man Medical. Responsible fire instructors have trauma medical gear on the range and are trained to use it. Mountain Man Medical provides the highest quality name brand medical gear on the market at a guaranteed lowest price. Check out the Wind River kit. Special design for firearm instructors to have at the range. The Yellowstone is perfect to have on your belt or in your bag anywhere you go. Learn more at mountainmanmedical.com and scroll to the bottom and click on available discounts to learn how firearm instructors can save 15% off the already guaranteed lowest prices on the market. And don't forget to click on the training link to take the emergency trauma response video course for free. Get the right gear and the right training at the best price anywhere on mountainmanmedical.com. We bring this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America like you that dedicates time, energy, in making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Adam, Tyler, Paul from the Elite Merchant Solutions. Welcome, guys. Glad you can come on our show. Thanks for having us. No problem. Hey, Adam, can you tell us a little bit of the background of what Elite Merchant S- uh, Solutions is?
1: Uh, We are a merchant service company. Uh, Essentially, our bread and butter would be uh, processing of credit cards. So any business out there, um, for the most part, that wants to accept credit cards, we could be their uh, provider. Um, We also have other added value gift cards, loans. Um, We do have equipment and and whatnot. But our, our main focus is helping merchants accept credit cards, essentially with good service and the best cost that we could possibly throw out there.
0: I really, really appreciate you guys because uh, a couple months ago, Tyler reached out to me and had uh, talked to me about my credit card processing. And one of the big issues that, you know, as an instructor that I've been watching for the past uh, six, nine months has been the whole issue around the MCC codes I'm not a credit card financial uh, expert by any stretch of the imagination but Tyler can you give us a little bit of background on those MCC codes and why instructors that are listening to this should really be be uh, careful about who they who they process their credit cards with
2: No absolutely and um the the crazy thing is is that A lot of people don't even understand what an mcc code is in general i mean as a business owner you have so many things that you have to focus on and so many angles you have to run your business through that something like this it's easily overlooked but it can cause a lot of a lot of unfortunately a lot of headache especially in the firearms industry alone can cause a lot of headache in the back um, back end of things and so an MCC code really is just how your business is coded, right? So it's merchant, um, it's merchant coding. So right now, most merchants are actually coded as either firearms or they're they're coded as either miscellaneous or sporting goods, one of the two. But you're right; in the last eight months or so, they've been talking about changing it, and now it's really coming down to the wire. Where hey, it's happening, and and your people are being recoded into firearms, which Um, which which is causing most merchants to go down one of two roads with their processing because they're either using a third party or to process or maybe even a bank. But what's happening is because of this coding, um, merchants are unfortunately being dropped altogether by their processor. Or um, another option is that they're being labeled as high risk. So they're essentially just being punished Um, for doing something that our constitution says we're allowed to do, but being labeled as high risk and having to pay about two times more just in fees, um, just for for selling firearms, right? And people don't even realize that that's happening. It's not like you get a notification, hey, you know, this is going to happen or whatever. It's just something that can be overlooked. And Adam and I really discovered this what, it was about six months ago yeah, or something yeah. like that? Well, we, we knew a lot about what was coming down the pike, right? But
1: um, when our industry newsletter started talking about it, that's when I knew, um, hey, this is something to really talk about. And I just wanted to touch on one point, um, Rob, is when Tyler mentioned high risk, I know a lot of your listeners, they might not understand what that means. But high risk in our world means... Uh, a lot of things that are not normal. Right. And, you know, I, I'll just throw it out there. Uh, uh, marijuana, pornography, uh, vape. Those are the high risk because there's reasons why you would have to pay more to have a merchant account to have that open. Whereas in firearms, that's retail. You don't have chargebacks. You don't have a lot of refunds. You don't have a lot of fraud because essentially when you're going to buy a gun, you're getting a background check. Right. Right. So Mm -hmm. no one's going to take a stolen credit card to buy a gun unless they're that stupid. So, you know, the high risk is, is, hey, that's not fair. And not only is it firearm actually sales to FFLs, but instructors, if you have any form of firearm or gun affiliated with the name of your business or on your website, the processor you're involved with or the bank you're involved with can say, hey, look, we don't like what we see. We're gonna take action, and so that's what Tyler was talking about as far as these changes that are, are happening. We've experienced it, you know, Rob. You and I have talked about it. You're, you mentioned you don't know much about the, or not saying you don't know much, but when we spoke, you know a lot, a lot of what's going on. And uh, those two options are are your check light coming on in your 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 car, right? And one could be very, very bad if you go down if you lose the ability to accept credit cards and you're one of these big ranges or small ranges that's a big part of how people pay you and uh um high risk you know yeah if you pay more i'm sure that would hurt your bottom line but being shut down is uh i think that could could hurt people's livelihoods
0: yeah i think uh, i i look at it as very similar to we've talked a lot about social media advertising when it comes yep. to uh training courses and different things like that and most of the instructors out there can probably identify it's very difficult and a lot of times it takes a lot of appeals in order to get something a very good educational uh, community uh focused uh firearm course to get facebook to run it because they look at it and if you go along and say it's gun safety they look at gun and they deny it immediately they don't go along right. like wait a minute they're actually p- teaching people how to be safe with guns Right. Uh, so it it turns into a big problem like that and just like we get tur- turned down and you got to go through the appeal process i'm pretty sure on the credit card side you could probably get go through an appeal process the only problem is is instead of you trying to fight and get something listed on facebook you're fighting there trying to get your money and your process you know into your bank account properly which can really you know that's the lifeblood of any business you know the cash flow
1: Without a doubt, and and that's the the thing that is you got to consider you know when you are accepting credit cards, who are you aligned with? You know, a big bank or even a small bank because they outsource this stuff. You go and complain to them that hey, I'm shut down or I'm having these issues. They don't handle it there. They have someone else. Where a lot of people have this misconception. Oh, I'm with my bank. They take care of me. No, they don't. They don't specialize in what we do. And that's where we try and, you know, shout from the rooftop, not only are you with the 2A provider, but we're there on the, we're in the trenches with you when stuff happens. And take firearms aside, a lot of our merchants have issues that pop up with what we call batches or chargebacks and anything that comes their way. We're there to help because of whom we are and the size of business we are and, then you just supplement 2A in there, which, you know, I'm extremely passionate about. And that's literally outside of work. Um, press check in every gun I have every uh, other minute. And, uh, you know, that's my life. But, um, you know, it's just when you are going up against that battle. The YouTubes, the Facebooks, the banks, you are not uh, you're not going to get that done in a swift matter. It's going to take a long time. And that process is no fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the things that really goes along that um, upsets me at times is when you're using uh, processors, a lot of times they like to update their um, acceptable use policies. And with that, you know, one day everything's good. They update their acceptable use policies. And especially when they have the ability to use MCC codes, they can immediately scan and say, well, you you're accepting payments on firearms or your business is is identified as a firearms. And that can shut you down too. Even, even if you haven't sold a gun, you just sold a class. And along those lines, they've identified it as a firearm training class that can get you in big problems because the acceptable use, uh, standard, they don't ask you if this is acceptable. They just send you a little email saying, Hey, we've updated the acceptable use policies. And then all of a sudden you've got to accept it. And, then they shut you down and it, you got to go through the appeals process, which, um, you know, I've got an eight to five job. I've got things that I've got to do family wise, all those the last right. thing I want to do is be sitting on the phone or waiting for an email response from a, a you know, an appeals process to see whether or not my classes weekend I can hold because I've, you know, offended somebody there. And the right. worst part about that in my mind is if I'm doing a class this weekend and they're holding all my money, I don't want to disappoint the students that have just, uh, you know, that have signed up for the course, but at the same time, I don't work for free, which right. is really tough when they're holding all the money saying, we're gonna, we're not gonna give it to you until we forget this matter, uh, figured out. And I know, um, a couple instructors that have gone 30, 60, 90 days before they've gotten things uh, worked out, because I mean, as you said, they're a large organization. You yeah. don't really have that much leverage when you're talking, you know, Ten fifteen thousand dollars to them—that's you know an that's error for the most right, part. You know, not right. m- not much at all. But for you, that's car payment, that's rent on your Life. classroom, that's <laughs> uh, you know the you know your ammunition for the range, all those types of things, and it make it can make it really really tough for it.
1: Yeah, it's a cost it, to operate the business. You know, sorry, Adam. Yep. no, as you say, business. it with with who who's on the other end of making that decision. Your your livelihood is in someone's hands that could again feel a certain way or think a certain way and you know without getting political it's like you're you're left up to that chance and again that circles back to what we're trying to do shouting from the rooftops come talk to us be open minded because again a lot of us are are we get complacent you know and it's like if it's not broke don't fix it but when it does get broke that's when you want to hey freak out and it's like why not be proactive and take uh, matters in your own hands mm-hmm. so I'm sorry, Paul, I cut you off. No,
3: that's all good. I appreciate it. Just, I was saying that
1: it's, you know, when you make
3: this decision with who you want to align yourself with, it's important to know that they're supportive, you know, and other banks, like you said before, um, Rob, that they can just change their policy on a dime. But um, these publicly traded ones, you're absolutely right, they could. And so your 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 livelihood is, you know, at, at risk of that decision and then also the risk the decision from an underwriter submitting your application in to get approved um if they see one word that's in the in 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 the gun, for example on their policy that they say is prohibited that's it declined and they don't have to tell you anything else and so it's uh it's it's pretty sad like with you know, working with you know, a, like a two-way provider, that we we don't only do two-way. We do every merchant across the country. We just found a niche in the market, being that you know our sponsoring bank is probably held here in Texas, and uh, they have a great policy um, behind them that actually accept you know instructors, firearms, everything. They accept everybody across the board. But when when you get a decline, you know it's not a, a quick decline. There's a conversation. What could be an issue that you could talk out. And um, I'm not saying in, in this industry altogether, but at least we have that communication versus with the big bank. You just it's yes, no, and have a nice day. Here's another another number, um, and that's that's pretty important to 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 look at when you're making these decisions.
0: Yeah. When we're talking about credit cards, um, are we talking does Mastercard, Visa, or does you know we American all. Express, Discover? Do those or all those you know having these updated MCC codes?
3: Yeah, so going back to like what Tyler was saying earlier with the MCC code, that's called merchant category code, right? And so what what they've been some changes, a lot of talks with the credit card companies saying, well, they want to now be able to identify um, who's making purchase for what. And so by changing the category code and putting it under sporting goods or let's call it as a as a firearm, let's just take a, a, a traditional firing range, right? Um, here fire ranges in Texas and I also know across the country California they're getting harder they don't sell guns like they use anymore but you have you can buy a gun at a firing range and then still go shoot in the range well they want to now take that and separate the two out so when you when your terminal now has to determine two accounts one for guns and one for shooting range so they can identify the purchaser of the firearm and separate that sale when before it didn't matter it was just all under one business it's just causing more costs and, and obviously aggravation, right? Because what if you forget and then how do you track which, you know, all invoice number belongs to this using California example, what the gun's sitting in the safe waiting for the response to come back that it's they're they're cleared to pick up. There's a deposit left. It's just, it's, it's kind of confusing, Um, and And, so
0: you add to it also, I'm sure it would be a violation of your processing agreement. If you went along and ran everything under sporting goods and didn't classify it as firearms, because, you know, the thing I'm thinking about is I would like to, but I don't have the means to go along and buy a gun every month, but I do go to the (laughs) range and I, and I do buy ammunition. I do go yeah. along and buy cleaning kits. I do go along and buy various accessories, which could yeah. be listed. And sometimes when I go along and I find a good deal on ammunition, I might drop a good amount of money there. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. the whole and the whole political justification behind these MCC codes are so they can go along and better track people's uh, spending and potentially get in front of any kind of terrorist or different things along those lines. Right. And I'm thinking in my own case, it's like okay are they going to think I'm a terrorist just because I'm buying a bunch of ammunition? Now, if I was stockpiling it, that's one thing, but if I'm shooting, it's a whole nother thing, but they never know what's happening on the other end. You know, how much, how much am I shooting every weekend versus how, how much am I, you know, going along and putting into the garage someplace. And again, if I buy, if I buy a nice expensive Kimber pistol, that's going to be a lot more expensive than if I buy a whole bunch of, you know, inexpensive um, high point, pistols yep. and that's where you know, they, <laughs> they lose all that kind of uh uh details you know by just putting yeah. it under one uh, mcc code
1: hey so don't right. get that kimber get that staccato actually that's yeah i mean i know it's 1911 versus 2011 but uh whew, i uh shot a not too long ago and that thing is like butter but yeah that is a hundred percent you know dead on accurate as far as okay yeah there are sales and people out there that sell ammo nine mil for you know right now I know it's in between 25 to 35 cents for a decent 115 grain and it's uh you no know, yeah you see a sale I'm going to spend a good amount of money to get that but I shoot every maybe twice a week mm-hmm. so that that's the problem is who knows who who's who you know it's not it's not going to help it's just going to make more problems yeah. you know so
0: yeah Ex- it's, exactly it's, it's and that and that's where those codes without the detail are extremely um <clears throat> misleading because this way a criminal they I mean any criminal that's worth assault for the most part understands how they're going to be caught or potentially caught and they work around making sure they don't get caught so what do they do they get multiple credit cards they pay in cash they go along and right. do all these kind of things for the yep. people that are going to get caught up in this kind of analysis is going to be the honest gun owners that happen to go along and be a competitor that are shooting 10 thousand rounds a week. That sounds like a whole lot until you go along and figure out a competitor. That's what they got to do to stay at the top of their game.
3: Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Without
3: a doubt. You're 100% right. So we we just want to kind of like with Tyler, um, just kind of reach out and just let clients know that we don't currently have and how we're handling the MCC code. But then also just keep in mind, like, you know, who you're processing with, right? Just to make sure you're with the the right provider um, that can actually support not just tomorrow morning, just Mm -hmm. say have a nice day. Um, and just because, you know, you made a comment earlier, they could hold your funds and 180 days is is easy. They can go 180 days, if not a year um, for any reason. And that that could hurt any business. I don't care whether firearm trainer, if you're a car dealership, for whatever the matter is, um, they could definitely hold your funds and uh, and give it back to you in increments and not even give it back to you in a lump sum.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: if they find anything that they want to, like, you know, suspect, like fraud or whatever it may be chargebacks yeah
1: and with that too rob i don't know with you know how far this broadcast i know you mentioned you have uh you're in the uh top tier with you know uh, people are listening within the community but you know recently paul and i saw um someone we were working with where they cerakote right they mill and cerakote which mm-hmm. a lot of us like to do make our our locks look gucci and uh they also serco suppressors and on their website they have that and so their processor shut them down because they're <laughs> painting they're baking and painting a uh uh you know a can so to speak it's not even a firearm itself but yeah i mean it's just the uh the unknowns are just nonstop. stop it, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty wild what we're seeing and hearing and uh again i'll say it again we're shouting from the rooftops it's like, you well, gotta let, get yourself let me you
0: ask you this i mean obviously yeah. you know we've talked you know there's issues with the mcc codes about you know processors Changing their policies depending upon the political whims and different things like that. What other services does uh, Elite Merchant Systems offer that enable business uh, point of sale? Do you do you have a point of sale system?
1: So we, um, it's a great question. We we've aligned ourselves over the last twenty plus years being in business where we've never actually been just a one. Uh, uh, we only use one type of piece of equipment. We, we're pretty agnostic out there. We're meaning. If someone already has some sort of point of sale, we're nine times out of 10 able to be compatible with it. Um, you know, you, we talked earlier about people having uh, websites or e-commerce sites. Mm-hmm. Um, there's gateways that we can implement that everything would remain the same. We just kind of put that bridge from our side to their uh, website and 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 allow the payments to go through. We don't have a specific um, point of sale that we sell all day we do have some terminals that we like because they uh um, are newer they're very secure they're compliant but as far as uh added value i mean we do offer merchant cash advances you know if there's any merchant out there that needs some some funds to to build or to add or to pay taxes or whatever don't go on vacation with it but to, to help build your business um we offer that and um Check processing is in there, gift cards. I mean, I know this isn't all applicable towards um, instructors or, or the two-way community, but uh, we do have a lot of other added value um, that we bring mm-hmm. to the table.
0: You, you talk about gateways and things like that. I'm assuming you do WordPress websites?
1: Yeah. Yes, yes. we do. Yep. yep okay. Yep.
0: So that's yep. that's a big one that's out there right now. I know a lot of instructors that uh definitely util- utilize WordPress and is probably figuring out, okay, how can I make this uh work for yeah. my business?
1: There's gear fire out there, right? Um, I know some of these guys are wanting to to connect to Gunbroker, which we have affiliations with. So we if it's out there, we'll we'll try and make it work. We got um he's not on the call here, but Paul calls our uh, director of operations the Oracle. He's the guy, he's the madman behind the scenes that uh can connect pretty much anything. So yeah, WordPress for sure. Um I know that's big out there. And I know what what else is uh what else are um, you hearing?
2: So we have Gunbroker, we have uh Beer Fire, Beer Fire Trident. Trident, yeah. Trident's a big one. That's a partner of ours, actually. So I mean, there's so many different avenues we can take. And our biggest thing, and one thing that I love about actually working with Adam and Paul is They've been doing this for way longer than I have, and, and honestly, they've taught me everything that I know about this industry. But that being said, they they know all the ins and outs of working with merchants, right? And so they've seen the the thing, the hiccups and and what can cause you know pauses and all of this, all of these things. And so they've put things together. They've already know the, the right connections, they know what needs to go in place to actually help a merchant out specifically for their business. The, the great thing about what we do is, yeah, we, we do work with you know different POSs and, and whatever, but are, you a know, big reason we do that and correct me if I'm wrong, but is that we can find something that works specifically for your business, right? right? It's not just a, a blanket. Hey, this is what we can do for everyone because what works for one person may be doesn't work for the next and and that's that's perfectly fine but we have the capabilities to be like okay well if you need to you need this specific per, a connection you need this wordpress you need this what like you know tweak on the website whatever it is we have the capabilities to direct in that way and so that's one thing that i i love about working here and so you know when i'm calling merchants every single day and they say oh you know i, I hear this all the time is oh, you know, you can't connect with what we have. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe the 1% of the times we can't actually work with your system. But the cool thing is Adam and Paul have put things together in place to be able to to work with the majority of people. And so, and one kind of little, a little off subject backtracking just a little bit, but one thing that I hear again every day, and it hurts my heart when I'm talking to merchants is firearm instructors uh, firearm dealers doesn't matter is that, um, they, they want to, we're good. We haven't had any issues. We want to just wait till something happens that blows my mind. Until somebody, somebody knocks would...
0: on the door, sends you an email.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, you want to, we want to wait till we can't take processing anymore. Then we'll fix it. Which again, you know, we had a, I have a merchant, out, a firearm instructor out in Arizona that luckily, he, yeah, he got dropped, but luckily they gave him a, t- a whole two day notice before they dropped him, right? Because you can turn your whole business around in two days, clearly. <laughs> um, to say, hey, you need to find new processing because, hey, we're we're not we were we did like what you did, and now all of a sudden we change our mind and we no longer want to, you know, as- align ourselves with you. Well, luckily I called him and he said, hey, yeah, I just got a, a letter in the mail saying I have two days to figure something out. So thank God Adam and Paul know what they're doing here. I I hooked it all up and and they put the pedal to the metal and worked really, really quickly, but we can't do that for everyone.
0: Hey, hey Tyler, that begs the question, what is your target business? Now I understand on the top end, you'd love to close on a hundred million dollar business, but you know what on the, on the other end, you know, what, what's the smallest business that you want to deal with or can, so can you me, sign up for your services?
2: I, you're right I do I do would love to work with some hundred million dollar businesses and if you're out there hey give me a call but um but no honestly I'll, I'll work with anyone uh typically when it comes to monthly revenue what we're really looking for is you know even on the lower end I would say if you're if you're processing about ten thousand dollars a month, you're real it, on the low end right there. You're you're definitely in the wheelhouse, right? Even a little bit lower than that's fine, but anywhere in between there, I love to have a, a personal relationship with the people that I work with. It's not like, hey, we, you know, you become a part of the elite, you know, family, and then you get lost in the numbers here. That's that's really not what hap- what's happening. I, you know, every merchant that I have, um, this isn't you know for everyone, but they all have my cell phone number because I, again, things. Obviously, we know this in this industry that things change and can change daily, right? So that can affect your processing. So what I want to be able to do is to help you even, you know, even if you can't reach me at the office, right? That's, it's just kind of the the relationship and the culture we have at this company. I'm going to piggyback that,
1: Rob. Uh, that was uh, Tyler's long-winded uh, answer there. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, there we have had this question asked a lot. Even people just start with us. Look, if you're processing, you're an instructor out there. You're just getting things going. You're like, oh, I'm not big enough for them. We're not going to shy away from you, but we like to see at least a few thousand in processing a month. Ten is it's a it's a good number to have and 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 up. But uh, you know, there's guys like his Arizona guy. He wasn't doing more than four or five grand yeah. a month. So mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to say you know go away. We'll we'll help you because we know that there's probably other things that we can. Uh, do to work with one another, um, referrals and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, if you're doing a couple hundred a month, like my neighbor who's uh, an FFL, he just does LTCs out here every uh, weekend and puts boxes of 22 out there and, you know, shoot, you know, at the certain yardages and he's doing 40 bucks a, a training per person. He's doing 500, 600 bucks a month. It's like, hey, look, you might be good with where you're at, but Again, if someone's open and they want to work with us, we won't we won't say, you mm-hmm. know, you can't be with us because you're doing that amount. It's just typically we like to see at least a couple thousand a month.
0: Yeah, and obviously the sales cycle depending you know where I'm at up here in Ohio this is kind of our slow season right now because it's we got snow on the ground right now. Um, but then you hit the summer and then obviously we're doing a lot more along those lines and, you know, the brick and mortar, you know, probably, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, they're doing a lot more. And, you know, it sales ebb and flow. So that's good to know.
3: Yeah, absolutely. On top of that, Rob, I'm gonna throw one more thing in there is we work with everybody. We're very, you know, that's the nice thing about us. We're privately held. We can make decisions. We custom tailor. Um, the one thing that we we've learned a little bit, I know most of these firearm trainers, they like to use a website, pay on your online, but there's also some guys that start out that maybe don't want to spend the money on the website, but they can actually just advertise or word of mouth, you know, we have some of these other products that we offer where you can do text-to-pay and email invoice, right? And and you get paid right on the spot and you can track your, you know, keep your client database in there. And if you want to do some like reoccurring type of um, you know, training courses where we come once a month or once a week. So, I mean, we we really look at the business at every type and see what else we could bring to the table at, at, at value and then also help the business find ways to cut some of their, their costs, but then also find ways to find better solutions to to make it more simplified for the business. And as long as we have some in the wheelhouse, we'll put it together for them.
0: Well, that sounds really good. Really good. Well, hey, I really appreciate you guys' uh, time today. And I got a question for Paul. You got an annual annual event you want to suggest our instructors go check out?
3: Yeah, I mean, listen, credit card processing is is a unique animal in itself, right? Um, I would say you know ETA, it's 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 our our annual event that we attend to. There, there's always ways to educate yourself in the credit card processing world. There's always changing parts. They have classes, you know, different um, topics. Guns are one of the topics that they bring up. The laws and the MCC codes. And so I always recommend that, you know, if you, if you ever want to check it out, it's uh, etatrans.org. Um, and you can go look up uh, there every year in April. It's between like Vegas, Atlanta. They bounce around. But it's, it's, a, it's a great place to understand the credit and processing world and hear all the topics and what's coming down the pipe. New products um, with regulation and everything else. It kind of keeps us uh, in line with what's what's really happening out there and all the changes.
1: Yeah, and I can see that. Oh, sorry. I was going to say it doesn't compare to Shot Show, but uh, yeah, you know, Shot <laughs> Show our own version. Sure. And like Paul said, it's usually in Vegas, which can't go wrong with Vegas. But yeah, uh, yeah it's a it's a good one. We've gone uh, over the last twenty years quite a bit.
0: Yeah, well, it's what's one, one of those where you know I really appreciate you bringing up you know a financial conference because you know instructors we we work a whole lot on understanding guns. Uh, you know, we try to understand adult learning theory we under understand you know how can we make people understand topics better but we also have to take care of our own business and understand the financial part of it behind our business how to go along reduce costs or how to go along get a better return on on our time that we're putting in there is uh you know definitely one of those things that would be worthwhile for instructors to check out and hey like you said vegas ain't a bad place to go to for a conference
3: <laughs> not at all <laughs> not at yes, all sir
0: uh, where can we find more information about Leap uh, Merchant sl- uh, Solutions and uh, how they can contact Tyler?
2: Yeah. So if you want to you want to just look up our company, uh, our website is EliteDataCorp.com. Uh, you can Google the merchant solutions. We're going to come up either way. Um, but if you want to reach out to me, if you have any specific questions just concerning your business, right? Just concerning your processing, maybe some updates with the MCC codes alone and how it could affect you. Reach out to me. You can email me at TylerR at EliteDataCorp.com. You're more than welcome to, uh, to, actually, I'll give you my cell phone number as well. You're more than welcome to text me. It's 972-922-1055. My name is Tyler Rudolph with me up on LinkedIn. But but yeah, if you have any questions whatsoever about our company, um, about how this could affect you, feel free at any time to reach out.
0: Perfect. Well, again, I appreciate your guys' uh, time. Uh, understand the financial side of the fire training industry is important. And MCC codes is one of those things that have, uh, wasn't something we wanted, but it's something that's uh, being pushed on us. And, uh, like with everything else in the fire industry, uh, you've got to, you got to roll up the punches and educate yourself on how you can continue doing business. So thanks yes, guys. Sir.
3: Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Thank, Thank you. you, Rob. Appreciate it. Take
0: care. That's a wrap for this episode. I hope you learned a little bit about credit card processing and some of the challenges that are out there for being in the 2A industry. Do you have another topic that you'd like me to talk about? Know somebody I should interview? Or is that person to interview as you? Email me your suggestions on topics and guests at ftp at concealedcarry.com. You can also leave us comments on our Facebook page or on our website, which is firearmtrainerpodcast.com. You can also go along listen at our website and find previous episodes on various topics. These are sponsors, especially the firearm Trainers Association, ftaprotect.com, and remember, get 10% off from listening for this podcast by entering promo code ftp10 at checkout. Also, if you listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, or Spotify, leave us a rating and help other people find us and let us know what your comments are. Bring this podcast support the industry, the second amendment, and most importantly, you, the firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe, everyone.
2: Concealed Carry Inc.
0: and concealedcarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal
3: implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.